0: Hello and welcome to episode three of Fun Divided, um, a.k.a. what we put out when we haven't edited a podcast in time. Uh, I'm joined this week by James Humphreys. Hello, James. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? You okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Doing a bit of a, a, a tit for tat on the podcast front. Um... It says, because I'm recording this obviously over Skype, um, it, said, it gave me a warning at the top said, avoid little legal snafus by telling people that you're recording them. But. What? Oh. But you said yeah. that it told you that I was recording you. Yeah, it, it,
1: it told me. Right. And that, Is that even worded correctly? You said, don't tell anyone. Did I say that? Yeah, you said don't tell anyone you're recording to avoid legal snafus. No, that's definitely a legal. Maybe
0: maybe that's a Freudian slip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, how are you?
1: Am I? Fucking backs in agony. Uh, Running. What'd you say? Running. Yeah. No, fuck no. I've put on weight. I mean, I'm in your club, now.
0: Hey, well, well, how much do you weigh now?
1: I wanna say you go first.
0: I'm 14.8 now.
1: Oh, I don't know. It's fucking... Do you you know that in kilograms?
0: Oh, no. I don't know the conversion.
1: See, I'm 89.
0: Right. Okay. I'm probably...
1: It's it's 13. 13
0: something. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely heavier than you.
1: You've lost weight, though. I've lost a stone. You do look skinnier as well, mate. You're doing well. Oh, thanks. I'm happy (laughs) you (laughs) feel.
0: I'm happy I fat shamed you and made you lose weight. (laughs) That is what it was. Well, it was a mix of that and kind of just sheer denialism. In Like I said, I hadn't weighed since school. That's the last time I cared about the number. Um, And then I was like homeless for a year. So I, you know, lost weight um, as a result of that. Uh, But then I got a stable domestic situation. So I just got fat. I was like, oh, but you you probably only put a stone back on. And then you made me confront the the truth. The harsh realities.
1: (laughs) Yeah, You're fucking tits swinging around everywhere. <laughs> you have got your scales like, no, I'm only about 13. Nah.
0: <laughs> well, that's because like that was the heaviest I'd ever know myself to be. I just my brain can comprehend ever 30, being heavier than that. Jesus,
1: I've hardly ever dropped below 13. That's fucking crazy. Well, there's the height difference, though. I'll use that argument. There is that. Yeah. Okay, my. I've why, oh, question. why, why, why are you doing this podcast as well? Because I I was quickly doing some research. Hold on. On Earth Unlimited. And Eddie did the other two videos. Why isn't Eddie speaking with me? What's going on here?
0: Well, it was just an unfortunate uh, coincidence that uh, Eddie happened to record his episodes first. So uh, (laughs) this isn't me, um, you know, uh, overthrowing him and sitting on his throne. Um, It'd be weird if I talked to his dad, I suppose. Uh, Well, if I interviewed him anyway. Um, And then, yeah, the second one was... Again, sort of, he roped her in. So, but mm-hmm. would you would you rather be talking to Eddie right now? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, fair enough. He's more pleasant to look at. Is he? Uh, I I'd actually I'd I'd go Criddle, Eddie, and you. So Criddle is the most pleasant to look at.
1: Oh, I was open to. I was going to say, should we try and get Criddle in on this so I can see his big head? So you miss it.
0: <laughs> you can't miss it. Oh. Um, <laughs> I've got some questions for you, James. Yes. Um, firstly, is there a class system in Estonia? I'm sure there is. Um, if so, how would you define the average Estonian? Now, the reason I ask this is because you're from Newport and I've, I'm from Ponteprieg. I think if we were going to do the caricature version of the individuals where we're from um, that live where we <laughs> From it would be like alright, but how's he fucking going? You know, like a proper thick, yeah. um, stupid, stupid voice. Frankly, uh, yeah. but yeah, how is there an average Estonian?
1: An average Estonian? Uh, yeah. Generalize. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. They're all fucking. It's like uh, it, they just desc- this area is described. I mean, the area of Europe is described mm-hmm. as the Silicon Valley of Europe. Right. So they're all just fucking IT nerds but they're not fat though is that they 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 do avoid these stereotypes like they're for the most part very extremely healthy uh yeah they're miserable (laughs) (laughs) but it's like a really self-imposed misery it's a bit like it reminds me it reminds me of wales in the sense of like we all seem to we all say that we speak a certain way Mm. Uh, like if you go on facebook you'll see like oh 10 phrases you're hearing wales and one of them that's always said is now in a minute. Yeah. I've never heard one cunt in my entire life say now in a minute, other no. than people saying, oh, I'm from Wales now in a minute. Ha! <laughs> it's one of those like, oh, we're Estonians, we're depressed. <laughs> we I get see. no okay. sun.
0: They're, they're <laughs> very much like, they, <laughs> okay. they they play into the stereotype a lot. Okay, so there's sort of a national pride in being thought of as miserable. But I mean, I can definitely relate to that. Like when people call me, cynical or grumpy i can't say that it doesn't please me in some way it's like oh good you know the the character is working yeah yeah um yeah um yeah as far as that saying goes uh, you hear i will i'll do it now like i say that all the time um mm-hmm. yeah not now in a minute i'll do it now, huh. man. but n- now in a minute is the specific reference usually yeah no
1: yeah. no one no one in wales says it that's a lie it's a yeah, fucking it's lie just that just we just all rubbish. tell each other for some reason <laughs> or we tell other people and then they walk off saying now in a minute and we're like, ha, you stupid it's, cunt.
0: It reminds me of a... Are you a- like to swear? I guess I am. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Um this well actually I think this will be the first not safe for work fun divided, but you know. Um it was going to be, wasn't it? Uh, I think uh it reminds me of my 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 mother's boyfriend, um, who uh is known as Dell Boy because you know he he's a bit of a Dellboy and he well, he's a criminal, frankly. Just basically a criminal, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, that's a self-imposed nickname. That's not like become. Oh, he gave people... it to himself. Yeah, people <laughs> do. People do call him that now because like he's insisted on it in a way. But uh, I don't think that was kind of organically generated. He just kept going. Oh, i done this today. I saw, I, I saw the pack of facts. Lovely jubbly. I'm a bit of a Dell Boy. <laughs> <he's out> <laughs> I love the desperation in his fucking... <laughs> to try and get to catch. He actually used catchphrases as well. Oh, he does, yeah. Lovely. Everything he posts, he signs off with lovely jubbly. Well, not bad. Did he buy himself <laughs> a little wheeler as well? Uh, no, but he, he does have all uh, tattoos of, like, iconic moments from the show going up his arms. Um... It just feels like you you can't give yourself a nickname like that's not allowed, right? That's
1: how it works. I <laughs> all.
0: but yeah, that's it. The- I don't know we're so sure like uh, maybe
1: it's ahead of his time because that's what you do online. It's just you say you are, and then everyone's like, "Oh, that's that guy." That's a fair point, actually. Yeah, like we we did it. Yeah, like we became the the I guess the, the we we championed new writers. We didn't. <laughs> we did. We <laughs> yeah, did. No, we did funny. when when we actually did. But at yeah. that point, we weren't and we said we was. Yeah. I said we. It was on my own. <laughs> There's <laughs> one else with me.
0: <laughs> That's the thing I love uh, about uh, that sort of the uh, the young entrepreneur thing. Mm. And when it's just your mate who's trying to start his own little you know, uh, clothing line or theatre company or whatever, and everything is we, we, we. It's, like, it's just you, mate. It's just like yeah. trying to give this impression of an infrastructure. Yeah. Um and currently, all the people that follow you know it's just you. Uh, I I don't think there's anything wrong with just saying I'm trying a thing. Do you want to help me, please? Um, I guess it seems more desperate, but it's a
1: it's fake it till you make it. Exactly. So it's, a, it's a marketing technique. I you mentioned oh we didn't actually mention it, but I'm going to mention it. Uh, Freya. Yes. Was on the last episode, mm-hmm. when I was uh when I was doing a script dog and I was obviously signing off everything as we her, mm-hmm. I think Josh. Should I drop second names? Ah, fuck it, it's fine. I guess Josh. Yeah. Gat- yeah. Leave it if you don't like it.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, he, her, and him, had messaged me just saying, "Oh, dear script dog, aka James," <laughs>
0: right. and just yeah, called,
1: yeah, yeah. Me in and called me called me directly through uh, through messenger. Yeah. The class, though, to get back on top. Yes. Kick. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Like no because yeah. everyone's pretty much pissed poor in Tallinn right I, I, I'm positive they don't have a minimum wage here okay so I guess that would open itself up to a class system yeah there's a class system <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just don't know I, I I don't know the intricate ins and outs yeah you can't I know them. I know there's very ridiculously poor areas in Tallinn
0: yeah. and
1: then just outside of Tallinn in the suburbs is just very affluent families. You said f- hope that, oh, that was the right word.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. Um, you said that you think like the defining national spirit is that they're miserable. Mm. Um, are they miserable or are they realistic?
1: Uh, I, 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 I think it's just the they don't want to, they don't want to embrace happiness.
0: If you, so they just can't get their <laughs>
1: Well, uh, so they don't. For for the moment, they're potentially thrown back in the gulag.
0: (laughs) They're always, yeah, they're always like they got one. That is is genuinely always in the back of their mind that this
1: is a a realistic. Well, they're fucking right on the Russian border, so it's obviously a realistic threat. Yeah, but that's my that's my theory to why they don't embrace happiness is because they could have it taken away from them. So they're just like. I said it to one of the other comedians, uh, a guy called Tim Reedy Irish actually. Mm. Uh, we were talking about it, and he mentioned that they have over here. They have Wi-Fi in the forests, right? But during the occupation, the Soviet occupation, they uh, they had a, a group of freedom fighters called the Forest Brothers, right? And to me, that's the that's the connection of them. Like, oh well, they've put her in the forest because they know eventually they're gonna have to run back into the fucking forest, yeah. That I don't know, hassling communists. That's quite bleak. That's why I am. That's why I imagine it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know though, because like, but they—they're very prayed. They're very nationalistic. Like they don't really. Right. They're not too keen on being self-critical.
0: Right. Uh. That's all I got. That's I interesting. Don't... That's interesting. Uh blend of like a kind of one foot in the grave slash gulag pragmatism mixed with a lack of self-criticism. That's interesting. Like usually people who are miserable they're miserable about themselves, right? Like I would say for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting mix. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I don't think it's a self-reflecting thing. I think, like if you are. Uh, a
1: if there's one like community spirit, it's just because they have... I think they just they always have their history hanging over their shoulders. And they're, yeah. they're, their lands weren't exactly clean during World War II either because they had to pick between two sides and unfortunately... <laughs> they
0: picked the losing side, didn't
1: they? Well, lose, they picked the losing side twice, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I'm sure we'll get back to Nazis later, but for the time being... <laughs> uh, you yourself- are... Uh, <laughs> You are a stand-up comedian, James. So-called. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you write anything else anymore?
1: Oh, uh, you know, what? I've been desperate to start. Yeah. Script writing again. I mean, think about it loads, but I just can't. It's finding the time and getting myself motivated.
0: Because
1: mm. we, I have a, I have a day job, so that takes up obviously. That's nine till five. Yeah, Uh, and then in my free time is writing for stand-up and then obviously performing and stuff so it just doesn't feel like there's any opportunity to focus on any other projects at the moment but I've been really desperate so I have my own own podcast called Pest from the West but I've abandoned it at the moment because I want to rebrand it, I want to do like, um, it'd be a complete rip-off but it just seems like it'd be fun is to do something like In the vein of uh, Chris Morris, right? It was Blue Jam. Yeah, yeah. I'll do something like that. Just something rancid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, because podcasts are really popular at the moment, and like, he's just fucking ahead of his time, I guess. Because like, what he did on it was was because it's a radio show. Yeah. Like two in the morning or something, wasn't it? On a ridiculous.
0: Yeah, after dark sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it just lends itself so well to fucking podcasting. Just you go on a drive, you've got this mute this like transcendental. Yeah. Transind- transcendental music playing all the way through it as you yeah. just fade in and out of these different characters and weird and horrible scenarios.
0: Yeah, it, it makes really good use of the the form to be a wacky about it. And yeah. you know, it's it's not just sketches that are on the radio, it's the soundscape is like really a part of the whole thing. Like, they're unsettling. Like, I love comedy like that. I like for me, comedy, it ideally, it func- it's at its best when it functions like on that borderline between horror and comedy. Do you know what I mean? Where like you're so unsettled and disturbed by it. Um, yeah. You don't know what to make of it, sort of thing. Um, There's a good example, like a quick example. You've probably heard it. It's a. Uh, matt berry it's called, i think it's like the relaxation tape or something mm-hmm. um you have yeah and it's basically just him uh you know lulling the listener into a trance like a meditative trance a I man just gets obscene
1: <laughs> yeah because
0: yeah.
1: it, it's good because obviously matt bay's voice is very deep and booming i yeah. think when he starts it off i think he's like let's count sheep
0: yeah, one, <laughs> two,
1: and then slowly he gets like seven or eight, and then it's just like you fucking silly cunt. <laughs> yeah, no, you you're you're a worthless cunt. <laughs>
0: yeah, because <laughs> uh, I think yeah, it's a, then...
1: like ASMR falling asleep thing too.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just like all these little demonic voices, like just laughing at you and calling you a stupid cunt. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um. But yeah, so my question was going to be: if you're considering diving back into scripts as well, how do you? When you get an idea, how do you decide where it belongs? Um, at the moment, it's all
1: just stand up. Yeah. Um, during the pandemic, I did. Uh, I tried to dip my toes in sketch sketch writing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't exactly like it didn't work or anything. It's just uh, once again, just run out of time. I'm right. uh, finding time to work on it, and the last thing I did. So I, I, during the pandemic, obviously couldn't do stand-up,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I changed my focus to doing sketch comedies or just silly little bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, there wasn't a, a writing process; it was just doing it on the fly. Right. But for the last one, it was about a, uh, a terrorist, basically in Estonia, a 13-year-old got caught. I say get caught. The, the police found out that he was the leader of some right wing neo Nazi group in Germany. This 13 year old, and he was like a fucking right. organizer basically. He was recruit he was doing recruitment, uh, fucking planning attacks in London.
0: Like some real fucking heavy shit. I gotta say, like dis- despicable, you know, ETC, but fair play for a thirteen year old. Like he's way he's ahead oh, of his take, years, isn't he? Taking initiative. Yes, is, yeah, he's, you know, he's precocious.
1: <laughs> so I did, yeah. uh, but in my mind that, uh, like, you could probably do it as stand-up comedy, but that's something that just lends itself way better to sketch comedy. And plus, because of the pandemic and no one could meet up, we had to do everything online.
0: Yeah. And it's just yeah.
1: like, well, that just ties in perfectly. You just stage her as a as conference call between yeah. all these different from different places. So that was actually, like, the first time I scripted something for over a year, I think. Well, probably longer than that, actually. Right. So I haven't, I haven't wrote anything since I moved here and that was the end of 2018. Right. Um, but well, yeah, when I read the news story, I was just like, yeah, this, that was the only time in a long while where I put my, I, I specifically changed. I, I don't wanna say played with format. Because it's not like I played with format. I just like, I knew this was gonna be something different to stand up comedy. Yeah. But I don't think I, I don't think it's ever been anything I just realized I'm slipping out of camera. There's uh <laughs> I don't think it's been anything even when I was writing more, I don't think I've ever like I think I've explained this to you in the past, like as much as I want to write for film and television, mm-hmm. I'm just a, a visualist cunt. <laughs> Like yeah. I, I never imagine anything in my head. Okay, it's, you don't visualize it. No, no. Like yeah. I, I know people see camera angles; they imagine certain things happen. I literally just like I, I imagine it as the script itself. Like I don't, I don't picture a room. I don't see a character. I just know. I, I just know this thing exists, and this mm. thing is gonna happen, right. and is how these things interact. But like how they look, or.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, um, I, so generally speaking, I'm not a visual thinker either. I, if someone says a word, I tend to visualize the word like on a dictionary page sort of thing. Um, when I'm writing, I found, well, writing's horrible, right? But I found recently that I enjoy kind of placing myself In a scene, in an environment, I suppose, and then working out right where am I looking at the moment, and you know what what does that look like, and you can't be explicit about like this is a wide shot or whatever. Yeah. So how do I communicate that? Um, But yeah, like Timmy, I'm a I'm a a writer writer. I think I you know I like words. Mm -hmm. Uh, So in a fundamental way, script writing probably isn't what I should be doing really. But. now, I know exactly what you mean. That you don't, yeah. you don't picture it in that way. Yeah. So it's
1: never like, oh, I got this idea; it'd be perfect for a podcast. Or oh, I got this idea; be, it's just I have an idea. Yeah. And
0: then format and everything else, or medium, or whatever that comes that comes way later. Do you do you save anything? So, like for instance, I if if I get like a good line um, of dialogue, I'll I'll put it in this just you know ever expanding document. Do you ever do that was like if it's good you just use it straight away
1: i obsess right over stuff so uh, up until doing stand-up actually i never i never write anything down there'd just be always an idea in my head so if mm. i'm in the, if i'm daydreaming or in the shower or whatever like i'll just drift off to this thing and
0: expand on it more and more yeah um but now i write i try and write everything down you just get it all done see i I found that i I do that like the you know like I said, this infinite document um, mm-hmm. i f- but if I start a new project, I tend to find I use nothing of what's in the document, yeah. it's more just there's like historical reference sort of thing like but can you give me an example like what do you mean like w- when you say a line, is it like, oh, this would
1: be something cool that someone could say?
0: yeah it- like because like i you know I well have written songs as well, and I consider doing stand up, mm. and so for me, it was. Right, what is this? Is this a lyric? Is this a line in stand-up? You know, is this, um, or is this a cool d- bit of dialogue for a character to say? Um, yeah. I can quickly get up a random example for you. Yeah, do it. <laughs> um, let's see. Random? No, it's not that. Uh, my, the title of the document is the wackiest thing ever. It's called Notional Notions, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I apologise for that. I've been thinking uh, about doing something like that though. I used to, I used to keep a little notebook on me, but. Uh, the tiniest little notebook for making down like random thoughts that pop into my head and stuff. But yeah. No, I just, I'll, I got some shitty little app on my phone where I'll just type in something I thought, like, oh, if it's, if I think there could be something in there, I'll just write down the premise and then look at it later. And then 99% of the time, realise it's shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I recently kind of went through this and just got rid of everything that was not great. Which mm. suggest that anything I read out to you should be really good, but I know, I know that's not going to be the case um so I've got like just a list of character names yeah just that haven't been assigned um I'm terrible with names Joe. You know I'm not a creative person at all <laughs> <I can laughs> you never not. fucking come up with names fucking bane of my life i lo- I love names, I love names and I love titles yeah that's the, that's the most fun bit of it. Let's see okay, random quotes um well, some are just direct quotes uh, that I've heard in life, and I thought, well, that's got to be used." So I remember, um, I think it was Eddie. Eddie had done something, and I can't—I I have no idea what it was—and I said to him, "Are you being deliberately iconoclastic?" Mm-hmm. And his response was, "No, I'm just fucking retarded." I thought, "Well, that's got to go in something." <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a little like Oscar Wilde slash. Like kind of witty suicide depends on the individual. That's like a, a ra- <laughs> that's like a, a Radio Four pat on the back kind of line. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a.
1: Have you googled that? I wouldn't be surprised if that's been done because that sounds very
0: clean. Y- yeah, you know what I mean. I try not to. Listen, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's have a look. Um, I'm Satan in Arachno culture. Mm-hmm. Um, makes you want to murk a cunt with love. I dreamt that. <laughs> <laughs> but that that that's that's basically the idea. Just um, oh, I I like those words. That's what it usually is for me. Is yeah. having fun with words. Yeah. Um, so do you when you sit down to do stand up? When when you write your stand up? When you sit down to do stand up? There you go. There's a line. <laughs> no. Um. Get it in the book. <laughs> <laughs> dreams, you... or whatever it was called. <laughs> do you ever, when you write material, do you like sit down and go, right? I'm going to think about this topic and come up with material, or does life just hit you with material and then you compile it? Uh, different. It's
1: or both, it's both, both
0: things. Um, yeah, like something that
1: happened, i write about it or try and think it can be turned into something. Or the, uh, the biggest one is just I'll sit there for fucking hours mm. and just ponder, ponder about stuff. Right. Um, I, I've i been trying to do it lately because the, the open mics have started back up now because they're starting to ease the lockdown over here. Mm. And uh, I was trying to just sit down and like uh, d- dedicate like a, an hour or two to just doing some writing, but it just really doesn't. I really don't think it works like that. You have to just be on the move and just write as you go along.
0: I think so, yeah. I uh, think
1: so. It's uh, it's probably the same with script writing as well, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I, I've, you know, I tried, um, I've tried everything. Like, at the, at the moment, my screensaver is just the sentence, you're not a writer. Because I feel like if I, every day I'm faced with that, I'm like, no, fuck you, computer. I've proved <laughs> you wrong. But, um, yeah, like I tried setting, like giving it a kind of nine to five work day sort of thing, and it, it's, it never works. It's always, yeah. but what I found has worked is I'm going to write three pages a day. And it's like, if that takes me an hour or four or six, as long as I do that amount, I've done the work See, of I, the day.
1: I've tried that. I've tried the one, a jo- uh, one joke a day. Mm. And uh, it's just fucking, it just adds way, way more pressure, especially because like, like i have to work as well
0: yeah yeah I so it's only that.
1: there's only re- realistically in like two hours maybe mm. there's three in the evening so when i'm just sat there and i'm like well, i'm gonna write something i can't think of anything and the more i can't think about something it just starts to make me fucking angry that i just can't right piece anything anything together i'll tell you what i do a lot actually for writing jokes is i'll uh, i'll go through just any resource i can find online find online okay. that helps yeah. a lot yeah because they'll talk about, oh no, they'll talk about structure, uh, fucking ideas for how to write jokes or generate topics and stuff. And I always find that they'll they'll say, they'll because they always supply mm. their own joke, as an example. And it's always rubbish. I think I'm very snobby in that sense. Like, I'll see somebody, of oh, that shit. I could write this way better. And then I fucking just steal their topic,
0: basically. Well, that's, that, that's what my next question is. Yeah. Um... How do how do you decide when something is funny enough to be proclaimed on stage?
1: Oh, if I fucking laugh my head off, if I just okay, so I just if I just laugh, I use it. Though, this, so is what, this is what this happens to me every single fucking time. Yeah, is a uh, I'll think of something that I find is funny. Like I'll, I'll give an example to a bit I have used. Mm-hmm. Is uh, we were there's this film over here. It's based on a. A massive book called uh, Truth and Justice. Uh, I'm not even bother trying to play it in Estonian. I can't fucking read it. And um, we watched it in the cinema because they recently adapted it, uh, turned into an adaptation. Right. And um, there was a scene, <laughs> there's a scene where all these, <laughs> this family, are living in a farm, they're having kids finally. They got about 17 kids. Mm. And then uh, some sort of fucking virus hits them, like some scarlet fever or something. Hello. So, uh, they're all running around coughing, fucking not looking well. There's a scene, (laughs) (laughs) there's a scene where this kid, uh, the, I think the mother screams or something. The father goes into the room and, uh, the, 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 the mother's holding one of the kids and he's died. Right. And, uh, it's really sad everyone's crying and stuff and the camera slowly like pulls away like leaves them in the room all the kids are like not sure what do we like what we do themselves everyone's staring it's really sad and eventually you see two other kids also in bed and they've got little wet towels on their head and i just burst out laughing <laughs> it's just the idea of just like they could see the kid and they're like fuck that's us <laughs> next. <laughs> I thought that image of just like shit, <laughs> you know, like knowing the end is coming. I thought was funny. Yeah. So I, I wrote. Oh, but I, I, I was thinking about the idea that uh, it's just like it, it'd be impossible to even be that depressed back in those days because that was a part of the plan. Is you'd have massive families to compensate for the fact that you're going to lose a few kids. Sure. Yeah. So I was like, it'd be, I, I was on stage, I was talking about the idea of it just being like a, an, an inconvenience. So, yeah. like, back in the day, you were expected to lose a few. You come up, you come home, like, oh, who's dead now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I did a whole act
1: out. <laughs> I did a whole act out because I wanted to be all controversial and politically edgy. edgy. Sure. So, I was like, oh, who's dead now? Oh, did you... <laughs> was it? Who's dead now? I, 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 don't know, I honestly can't remember the lines I cut it didn't work. But basically it was the mother saying, like, Oh where well, the kids have died, who's dead now? Uh, oh it's Yuri and then the dad going. Oh no, oh who's dead now? Is it Yuri? No, it was one of the girls! Oh thank God <laughs> <laughs> But just no one okay.
0: fucking no one but I, I thought oh, I,
1: yeah, yeah, I thought that was yeah. funny, but no one else did, so I got rid of it. But every joke I wrote Leading up to that point, mm. got a really big laugh. So uh it's weird. Like the things I find funny, yeah, no one seems to find funny.
0: <laughs> I think I'm um, in the same boat. I don't think I could even realistically attempt stand up just because I feel like I, w- I went to see Dylan Moran once, mm. and um... oh, Joe, you know I saw him uh, in Estonia oh, really?
1: this year, last year, some point. What was he the talk- bombed? Oh, the Estonian audience so they're fucking right <sighs> they like, Bill Burr was over here who I mm. watched and I watched a an interview with him on Conan a mm. few months later and I think he's talking about Estonia because he said I can't remember if it was Estonia or Finland but he said like the further east you go the more pra- pragmatic they get and like they, right. they, they're very very logical mm. people right so you'll tell a joke and they'll just start to like Oh, but that doesn't really make any sense when you think about it. And that did happen. Like people were heckling him because they he was talking about saunas <laughs> and stuff. Right. And they're just like, Oh, it's normal to be naked in sauna
0: <laughs> I like, Okay. Yeah,
1: so uh What what was Yeah, you talking like
0: about, it, like it, like they're totally literal, they're like there's no irony sort of thing. Yes. Um Yeah, I went to see Dylan Moran and uh he He did one of his angry ranty bits. And then calmed down and then just waited for 10 seconds of silence and then just said, Because, you know, we're all going to die. And mm-hmm. the audience just completely went quiet because I think they thought, Oh, here's the sincere point bit. You know what I mean? Like he's done the jokes and now we're getting that. Because the... a lot of stand up is that now, right? Like, and at the end of the day, I learned blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he said that and I laughed out loud, right? Because I, I thought That's, that ha- has to be funny. That's meant to be funny because we're all gonna die, and then I laughed. One of my mates laughed, and I think one other guy in the auditorium laughed. Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, the things that I find." Because when we did Script Dog, um, I would host those shows, and it was—you know, by no means was it stand-up, but it was pseudo stand-up, like kind of was, kind of wasn't. And yeah. they did not think I was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I get it. Like you know, I was—I wasn't exactly a great performer, but the idea of just like going up and resenting that the audience were even there and um just being low energy and just like oh why am i doing this mm. um i don't think they saw the irony in it <laughs> and and i think it's... Well, i i
1: think you i think you're setting yourself short a little really? bit there Yeah, i don't think they didn't i don't think they didn't like it i remember people laughing okay quite loved yeah quite a lot of the presentations i think there was one time where they didn't laugh i think you you tried to tell a joke I don't know right. if it is a joke, to be honest, because if it isn't, right. you were uh, you talked about how nice it was to see a cat get hit by a car.
0: I don't even remember that. Yo, I think that must have been so traumatic, I've just blacked that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you handled it, because you got a massive laugh afterwards.
1: Like You handled All it right. really well, because you said, uh, I think the maybe the theme, one of the our secret themes was um, serendipity. All right. Maybe. Yeah. And you were talking about you're something this, There was serendipitous that happened to you. Right. I think it was, uh, he was talking about how hey, you hate cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hate cats. And one was coming towards you. So you like stamped at it. And then yeah. ran out into the road and got hit by a car.
0: Yeah, that's true. And,
1: and it got hit by a car. And it was just fucking silence. You went, fuck you. I thought I trusted you all.
0: <laughs> that got <laughs> okay. a big laugh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I just, oh, okay. Maybe I've got a completely perverse memory of it then, but, I don't know. Like I, I, you've done it a lot longer than I did. Have you got over the, if you ever did have it, the can't remember what the fuck just happened when you're up on a stage? No, now I don't. Yeah, that's good. Did you ever have that? Yeah,
1: I remember yeah. when I first presented a script. Dog, it's happened. If it's happened, maybe it's happened a few times afterwards. I had like, I guess it's tunnel vision. Yeah. Thing. Technical term, but I, I literally like. I remember, it felt like there was a fucking earthquake inside my head, and I couldn't see in front of me. I just went like completely blind, like everything was really blurry. Were, like I could sort of focus on one spot, but like, and I went deaf as fuck. Like, I'm I wearing these noise cancellation headphones, and saying it very much like that, like as if you right. just covered your ears and started speaking, you can hear that echo inside your own head. Yeah. Uh, it Was that? I had that real fucking bad. My first presented script dog. Mm. Um, afterwards, though, it's more like a, I don't know. Like it's a little jitter almost. Like like my jaw lock up or something. Like something will start, but now I don't get it all. like I'm I'm comfortable bombing. I don't I don't mind people uh, laughing or silence. Like
0: yeah, I I don't. My feelings, think... but it doesn't like I I I, w-
1: I know I wouldn't bitch up or freeze up or anything like i can't just move on with that it doesn't mean anything
0: i i think i would find it difficult to have um well okay i'll I'll phrase it as a question um do you your particular brand of stand-up do you find it's more jokes or is it personality based i know it can be both but what would you say you'd be more
1: towards jokes jokes it's it's all i got though like if I was in the right. UK, I think it'd be one hundred percent personality. I don't even think I'd write jokes. Yeah. Here they just cannot understand me. Right. They yeah. really, they they think I have the thickest accent in the world. Which to be fair, I do have a thick ac- accent. I'm not yeah. Gonna, I'm not gonna shoot them down there, but they they describe they treat me like a foreigner. I, I, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know any other way to explain it. Like I ordered yeah. food. I ordered food the other day. Answered, it, did they? Well, no, I answered the phone and it's like what floor are you on? I said six. Yeah. Six. They said fifth? No <laughs> six, Six I was just screaming at him dead the phone. You're going Fif? fifth? Fifth <laughs> <laughs> They okay. do it all the fucking time. Yeah. So uh I, I, I have to tell jokes like I like when I when I perform here it is very scripted and very like I
0: <laughs> You have to transcend your personality,
1: basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, that's thing. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do jokes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and that that is a flaw because I think, I think it's Chris Rock that said like, you can have it doesn't matter what your um, uh, your character is uh, or your shtick. You have to have jokes, mm-hmm. and I don't think that I could do that convincingly. I mean, like I, I, it's a grand comparison, but I, I would compare it to someone like Stuart Lee. I would be nowhere near as good. But that thing of doing jokes would feel like, oh, you just did a joke. That's like a bad thing that you just did that. And yeah. I think if I bombed, I don't think I could just carry on with the material. I think I would have to just laser in on the fact that no one was laughing and start attacking the audience. And I don't think that would be funny. <laughs> I think you would just be tragic.
1: I don't... I don't... I don't know. It depends who you are as well. Like, in the UK, maybe that wouldn't work. Over here, they love it. Really? In future, like... Maybe it's unfair for me to call him out. Uh, call him out. But uh, Caleb Brunek, mm-hmm. I've noticed one thing... He, he's, an America, he's an American comic. I've noticed one thing he does is... Uh, he does a lot of audience interaction. Pretty much only does audience... and inter- uh, Fucking... Crowd work, sorry. Yeah, yeah he does yeah. a lot of crowd work. And um, there was... I don't know, he, he, he has this format now where you just pick a girl out of the crowd, say something about her, and then usually call her a slag. But, right, and okay. the audience is just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> They fucking love it if you just call someone a fucking slut. Especially a woman. Don't really pick on the don't really pick on the guys over here. They don't really like you then, but a uh, oh, woman, right. you fucking got free reign. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't have that problem, but I won't attack the audience. I usually just go, oh, alright, and then move on. Yeah, but my biggest thing is uh, and one of the other another comic, uh, Oleg Kalinkin, Stonian this time. Yeah, he, uh, he told me. I know this is true. I think it was true in the beginning as well. Cause you saw my first two performances. Yeah, it's uh, I'm very angry on stage, and yeah, I think got angry energy definitely. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of it is just like a defensive cover up of like if it all goes wrong. It's like, why well, I knew that anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm a step ahead.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, I
1: don't, I, I, I've not, I, I don't attack the audience, but I definitely like, I could chill out a little bit.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that'll come with time, right?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um...
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't know. A bit, it could just be my personality as well, because I I really like the amount. Because he said he sees it all the time, and like the amount of times I feel like I'm being like smiley and over, like a bit too, like boop, 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 boop. yeah. But apparently, it's still the rage.
0: <laughs> the rage so, bleeds through. Yeah,
1: it just comes through. It comes out my pores.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, let's let's go let's go psychoanalytic. Why do you think that is, James? Well, I think it is. I think it is the defensive thing, or
1: right. or it could be. I know this is a big thing with video games. Is a uh, I only rage if I'm really into something.
0: Just if you care about something, yeah, yeah. 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 So,
1: like, if I'm okay. playing a game, I, I at first I like I have fun. Even if I'm getting my ass kicked, I'm like, oh, this is really fun. I'm enjoying this. But then, as soon as I start to get a bit better and I I, I realize I can play and stuff, that's when the fucking the rage.
0: <laughs> the the fun... rage
1: comes in. I think the... it could be the it could be the same with stand up because it happened to be like, the last performance I had. I bombed, mm-hmm. uh, but the night, b- the few nights before that, it was. I didn't kill, but it was fucking a lot, a lot better <laughs> Like basically, two or three jokes didn't land. Yeah. So, and then the same material. and It happens all the time, to be honest. Uh, the same material didn't work the next night. Yeah. Uh, so I think I, I went into instant defense mode.
0: It sounds like a haunting precursor to... Um, I only hit her because I love her. I wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it otherwise. It's just She makes oh, me so angry.
1: Don't say that. A lot of people have <laughs> said the way me and uh, my, my missus talk to each other it sounds like very domestic abuse.
0: That's <laughs> for <laughs> abuse. Um, okay, on a, bro- on a broad scale, do you recommend Estonia? And I'm asking for a friend. What
1: friend are you asking for? Uh, well,
0: his name is... Um I don't know if I should change his name actually. It, what, what does he want to do? Why does he want to come here? Well, it's not that he wants to go there, he wants to leave here, I think is the fundamental uh drive. Um he said Estonia seems neat. Ask James about it. So I'm asking you about it. Uh uh, yeah, I would.
1: Yeah. Um it's just an it's 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 a pretty normal small city. Like there's I don't think there's anything to like grand debate, like if he's if he does any sort of computer work, one hundred percent. he's gonna live. If he's gonna live here as well,
0: he's doing computer science at Oxford. Oh yeah, this is where you, <laughs> you learn. It is okay. Yeah. All right, I'll definitely feed that back to him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't. We'll get into it briefly. You know what I'm talking about. The the <laughs> the reason I'm talking about it now is uh sweating this entire fucking time now <laughs> <I? laughs>
1: you chill out a little bit it feels way too fucking interviewee yeah? yeah I think so Okay, I put my legs up now to try and compensate for okay. this conversation
0: I'll, I'll try and relax yeah. uh, he um he said that after watching mobs chase down the police in London he's like okay. yeah I'm, I'm getting out of here uh, that, that's where the question came from so, my question is, what's going on?
1: Well, he, so, he wants to move to one of the least diverse countries <laughs> on, the, on the planet. Probably China. That, it's it's that, either
0: here or China he wants to move to. I think that's just an unfortunate overlap, an unfortunate coincidence. Um, yeah. So, what's going on, James? Uh, what? Here? Internationally. Internationally? It's the end of the world. It's it's not, no, no, no.
1: It's not the end of the world. It's, it's the end of the Western world. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, how do I phrase it as a question? <laughs> Other than what the fuck is going on? Um, I suppose there's a purge happening at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I know you're not particularly would you say you're particularly political?
1: No, I don't give a fuck.
0: You don't care? You're like most people, I would say, like a bit, a bit of left, a bit of right, you know. Um, you want to work in television, right, or film at some point? Like to. Yeah. Are you worried about the industry?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I think uh, even without, even without the politics, because mm. to be fair, like we 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 spoke about this a little bit yeah uh, line and um i've been watching hollywood right uh on netflix and it explores uh, i think it's Hollywood during the 1960s i think
0: i think it's the 50s but I could be wrong Oh, 50s well
1: either yeah. way they um and obviously it goes into sexual exploitation and stuff like that but like, it just seems no different hollywood seems no different now and I did then. And I don't mean because the sexual abuse still takes place. I mean, like, you have to suck dick. Yeah. You want to be a part of the club, you've got to suck someone's dick. Yeah. Like, back in the day, it was actual. You had to suck actual actual dick.
0: Yeah.
1: And you have to fucking suck the web as the, the hot trend, I think.
0: You have to band. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can... I don't know. Maybe... It'd be... oh. Maybe if you were fucking particularly fantastic, mm. you wouldn't have to bend the knee. But I think it's past that point now. Like they have their, they have their voices who are doing their own thing. Like maybe the worst example, but Quentin Tarantino would probably be one of those examples where it wouldn't matter if Hollywood didn't like him. He can still do his thing, and he'd yeah. still have his movies pumped out.
0: Well, Woody Allen, you know. I yeah. guess that's an example.
1: Um, Hollywood like them though. like him though, right?
0: I don't, I don't think so. Not I'm any sure. I mean, They love yeah. any.
1: They can't. They won't give up. Oh Annie Hall. yeah,
0: yeah. Not, not <laughs> since uh, like he
1: fucked yes. his daughter basically.
0: I yeah, I think. Well, it's a complicated situation, but I mean, like since that article, the Ronan Farrow stuff came out. Mm. Um, I don't think he's gonna get a good review again, even if it's a masterpiece. Mm. Um. Yeah, but Hollywood yeah. hasn't phoned him out though. It hasn't yet, but I mean And who's the other
1: one? Uh, maybe uh, maybe you just said his name. Roman
0: Roman Polanski.
1: Yeah, the fucking Yeah. The weird guy who raped fucking three-year-olds.
0: Yeah, the right. And Hollywood loves him. They they do and they it's 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 an interesting one. I th- there's obviously hypocrisy is rampant throughout Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, a bunch of entitled yeah but mm-hmm. I think my point, the reason I asked the question is like I wrote something an article, I guess a blog, and all the the entire point of it really was just to say, I think what happened to George Floyd was despicable and beyond anything humane and the guy who didn't go to jail, x y z the thing we all believe, um but also, can we also say that? Killing people is not a an, an acceptable response.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that was all I wanted to say. I didn't want to get into systemic race. I didn't want to touch any of that stuff, or white privilege. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact that I know that if I was currently working for the BBC and I said that and I posted that blog that my career would be over. Yeah. It's sort of like, do I want to be part of the industry if that is where we're at? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you
1: mean, but I, I, that, that's what I was going to lead to anyway, I think, even regardless of the politics. Mm. Like, it's going to eventually collapse, especially because I think they they just too, they put too much emphasis on, when I say minorities now, I mean minority complaints. Like, they what? listen to small groups and let them determine the way companies behave, yeah. like, uh, like the BBC, for example. Like, they don't have to take that many complaints before they fucking stop doing something. Yeah. And uh, one thing about... To generalise... And it's not to the Black Lives Matter movement, I mean just to generalise any sort of progressive movement. Let's just say the left. Yeah, sure. Uh, the left fucking love a complaint.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: They fucking can't get enough of it. It's it bread and butter. Jumping online and fucking hashtag and stuff.
0: Well, it's kind of their um their fundamental drive, isn't it? I mean, it's a utopian vision, progressivism, mm-hmm. and they, there's a supply and demand problem, right? Like realistically, mm-hmm. I would say there's not enough of the various isms, um or phobes to warrant the existence of certain organisations, mm-hmm. and so well- they have to contrive. That stuff, and like expand the definition so that I would say at this point, everyone's a racist if you're white. And yeah. I don't. I don't think that's hyperbolic like I mm-hmm. that is their argument, right their argument is that you can't help but sort of be racist if is you're it, white
1: it, yeah, it's, it was the fucking term inherently yeah. racist
0: <laughs> yeah, implicit bias and all that
1: yeah
0: um, so, yeah, like they always have the, the idea of uh conservatism by definition is. We just want to keep. It. I'm not. I'm not like a wholesale conservative. You know that. Like, mm. I'm again a bit of both. But the the f- the idea of it is you preserve the things that you think work, and you you're not striving for this um, Disneyland future sort of thing. Um, whereas progressivism, by its very definition, is there's always got to be a next civil rights struggle. There's got to be a next thing. Yeah, next yeah, thing. yeah. Um. But it's 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 getting to a level where it feels like, um, like frankly, naziism. Like I know on the far left and the far right, you've got the extremes. You've got the authoritarians on both sides.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But the idea of like tearing down statues and like retconning history—it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> I saw over the last few days they've. It's terrible because, like, defending free speech and all that, but the the, the, the subjects that you they're trying to defend end up being terrible. I know like,
1: that's that, that. I I I say this to uh, my missus. I hate the fact that, like, because I'm all for I'm all for free speech, hmm. but I hate the idea that the people, the the most of the people who seem to champion, are also like doing. The fucking white power symbols and stuff, being like very right. fucking cheeky behind you, just like listen, we should be allowed to, we should be allowed to say whatever you want, and then some other guys like yeah, white power, and you're like no, you can't.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: you can say it, but like you know on my fucking side. I I hate you just as much as I hate the fucking anti-free
0: speech people. Absolutely, yeah, and i, I mean, in this case, I meant like they they removed Bo Selector. I, I think from what? Uh, yeah, from like all four, and you just can't watch it now, basically um oh, a little 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 britain as well yeah i saw the
1: little britain one i actually um, have a google app I, i i couldn't even remember a character yeah uh, in blackface yeah i fucking quoted it just because like wasn't wasn't blackface actually someone like drawing a ridiculously big lips on themselves and yeah, blacking it's like,
0: up, uh, oh lord
1: minstrels. like going re- yeah yeah minstrels going really yeah. ridiculously over. oh lord you're going to get me some water man? yeah Play yeah a white
0: person. I was talking about this with uh someone the other day and, and like where like Halloween costumes is the big thing at the moment right like the, the debate around the how appropriate it is it's like okay it's one thing for me to go dressed as like a' oh, a Native American or something and just being me but in you know a Native American headdress and with a feather Halloween stuff. as well
1: is that it's Halloween. Scale, yeah
0: scale it, spirits <laughs> um <fucking> love spirits <laughs> That's that's one thing. It's another if I'm like blacking up and going around doing like an impersonation of the of the most offensive stereotypes. Like there's there are gradations. And like yeah, if I had a show now, I wouldn't do blackface. Like it just it does seem wrong. Like I'm not gonna. It feels wrong to do it. They Um, have a. um,
1: But I think it's 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 contextual again. Though, like you've already said. Yeah. Like. the little Britain character, for example, ah uh, maybe the maybe there's an argument made, to be made to say like there was no reason for her to be black because I don't think the character is like it's it's not referenced in any way. She's just the opposite. I
0: think She's just black, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But over here they have a it's fucking terrible. They have it all over Europe again because Europe is actually fucking hardcore. They do love. They are they fucking love the Nazis a little bit. Right. They
0: are
1: they they're very like shh.
0: They do. <laughs> <laughs> that was very like it was actually like, cheeky the he just did that well it then is I, like, it's like I remember, fascism I first <laughs>
1: moved I think that's when I first moved Do you know. remember it was my first Christmas here. I uh I was sat at her at uh, my missus uh grandmother's place and we were watching the TV and there was some piece of fucking shit trash show right mm. where uh just celebrities go on stage and I think they lip sync but they reenact music videos mm. it's probably been done elsewhere uh but then eventually this woman came out and uh she started singing uh, let's twist again like right. we did who sings that i'm not even sure sammy uh,
0: twist i think that's um chubby checker i think
1: i'm not entirely yeah. sure but anyway it's, it's, it turns out to be a black singer right i remember seeing the girl on stage twist and i was like and she's she's black I, it's like, like double. I was like, "Is this something off about it?" Like, uh, maybe this is to be racist as fuck to say, but like, her proportions are off. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, okay. I was like, is she? I was like, is she actually black? <laughs> and I stared at it, and then I realised like, when the concept got explained to me, there are uh, no, no. They they dress up as the people from the music videos and stuff. And I just because oh sorry, I skipped a massive part of this. Yeah. Cause at first, uh, well, you, know, you know, I am going the right order, yeah. So uh, eventually, I found out. I was like, I was like this is that's racist. There's like, there's no reason for her to be wearing blackface mm. and doing fucking ridiculous things or and stuff. Like, that's just <laughs> that's out of order. But yeah. eventually, right, she was like, and, and my missus was arguing. She like, no, it's not racist. It's, it's not. Racist. It's just good fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. don't let America don't let any fucking American students see this. <laughs> and then, uh, and then eventually, this is where I fucking just I fucking my head. I had whiplash because I turned my head so fast because they started playing Gangnam Style. Right. But they didn't copy the music video to this one. They did Gangnam Style, and a guy shuffled it on his knees. <laughs> right. <laughs> With shoes underneath his knees dressed up as King Jong-un, and they fucking, <laughs> <laughs> the North Korean flag just dropped down, and all these soldiers started marching night, and I fucking just, uh. my head fucking snapped around <laughs> to her, I was like, he's safe Korean, you racist bitch, <laughs> like, that's, definitely 100%, that's 100% racism, go fuck yourself, that's not even like, fair enough, Like fair enough, black up and where oh, i say blackfacing yeah. doing that to uh to like look like the music video and stuff but where's a safe mm-hmm. korea where's a safe korean song and you've dressed up as king Jong. oh and he kept saying i think he kept saying like Kunjun style or something like that they, ch- they even changed the words for this one right. particular, one particular sketch was it going with this
0: what did we start off on like Little Britain, like there was no need for it to be. Um, oh, yeah, there may-
1: maybe there was no need for it to be black, but what did they removed from both oh, select. I guess like Stevie dressed up as Stevie Wonder and things. And- he does
0: blackface on that. I mean, like it's. Uh, and <laughs> Anton and Deck.
1: let's fucking get this right. Because he doesn't paint his face, does he? He wears masks.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, But like you, I would bet that. So like Matt Lucas, David Williams, is it Lee Francis is his real name? And um, Anton, Deck, like they've all apologized and, and said, "Oh, you know, we've we've been woke by what's happened recently." It's like, no, they haven't. They haven't. They just they know that if they don't say as much, they their career is over. And it just feels very, very like the start of something very nasty, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mentioned earlier about the whole Nazi thing. Like, look, that's the problem with defending this stuff. I don't like Little Britain. I've never really seen Bo Selector. I don't like Anton Deck's uh, Saturday Night Takeaway. But it's like Little Britain. I know it's not the most intellectual show in the world, but surely the point of that—it's called Little Britain, right? Like because the Little Englander attitude is someone who has these racist stereotypes in their heads, mm-hmm. and the, like every character on that show was a gross stereotype because that's kind of what they were doing. They were making fun of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it—it it feels like so Hitler like, uh, John, P- I don't know if we've actually talked about this, but John Pearson has, I'm sure you've heard it. Um, wasn't motivated by fear of the Jews. It was disgust. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the first thing that Hitler did when he came into power was clean up all the factories in Germany, put flowers outside. And like the gas they used on all the cockroaches is the same gas they used to kill, to exterminate the Jews. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clear like he's a b- obsessive compulsive neurotic, probably washed his hands 10 times you know, like that sort of guy. And I actually, it's going to sound terrible. I relate to that. And I do genuinely see that if you are um, incredibly neurotic and obsessive compulsive, how you can go that way of like, okay, I have to be clean. My room must be clean. The street must be clean. The country must be clean, you know? (laughs) And if you've got those racist attitudes, attitudes, that's how it's going to manifest. But this Mm. is exactly what this feels like now of like rewriting history. And some things are now like, some people are non-persons and like uh, you can't say certain things and mm. it feels very like let's clean it all up and like remake it in our image sort of thing and I don't know I, I said to you before we start recording that the, the, the phrase that keeps flashing in neon in my head is good Germans good and I just feel like most of the people who are supporting this stuff aren't diehard ideologues they're just Oh, I don't. I get. I'm not a racist, so I guess I, I'll support this. What this movement?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's like
0: it's the whole road that road to hell is paved with good intentions sort of thing. And yeah, it makes me think that you and I would have been part of the French Resistance, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, well,
1: this is co- this should be rebranded as a limited fun. Firstly. <laughs>
0: Well, ironically, this is fun divided, so
1: Oh anyway, divided yeah. fun. Yeah. There you go. It's fucking yeah. perfect. You're gonna fit right into the new world order. I don't yeah. see that I don't see Nazis though, I just see dirty fucking communists.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's the other side of the scale. Yeah. But they're behaving the same way, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they—they're pretty much—they're exactly
1: the same, really. They're both run by run by fucking thugs and hooligans and fucking people who just want to take power for themselves, clutch to power. So, yeah. like, it was just the way they go about doing it is different. I guess the Nazis were a bit more caring in the sense of like they provided for German people, whilst the communists were just like we're just gonna redispute everything, so everyone'll be fucking in the shit. And I think it's very much more like a communistic movement than fucking than some sort of fascism but the the same principles though isn't it the fucking uh shutting down language though it is weird with um with the all the videos at the beginning of the uh the rioting Mm. with just tons of journalists being arrested by police i remember seeing the first video of the cnn reporters just like I oh, know, they just get him arrested live on air and they just put the camera down and just leave <laughs> just walk him off into a van. Yeah, I mean like I remember seen to my missus like, oh, this seems very much like maybe something bad's about to happen. This seems very much like, oh, let's get everyone out of the way so we can smash some guns in. Right. To yeah, I know the... that. Ian, that.
0: And the the police have obviously they there've been some terrible behaviour. Uh um, <laughs> but the thing like for instance, Unilad, I think it is. Uh, that they've been doing every day, completely blocked them. I I blocked them yeah, years I, ago. I blocked them yesterday because what, they what they've been doing is posting uh, the pictures of uh, people of colour who, who have died, been killed by the police or died in police custody since these riots have started. Um, I think. I could be wrong there. Um, they have posted n- no pictures of police who have been murdered, of David Dorn, I think his name was, the black police chief who was murdered. Of the various people of color who've been murdered by other protesters, yeah, not and it's just like this is actually fucking despicable. And yeah, okay, this, this is not so much fun anymore. But like, <laughs> I've been so, so pissed off, and like, I want to talk to you just to have a, a, a laugh, frankly, because I have found it so difficult the last couple of weeks. Like every basically, with I can count on one hand the number of people for whom my opinion hasn't gone down. Mm. Everyone, as a result of this, like, oh my god, I, you're that. Like I don't think you yeah. were, were that bad, and it's just like I've had a humour bypass since all of this, and it's like fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. So, do, you, do you know about like Evergreen College? You probably like Brett Weinstein and all that a few years ago. Uh, maybe, possibly. Well, I'll try and like tell it quickly because I'm meant to be. To- you're meant to be talking more than me. But like, um, yeah, so you've, you've taken a very dictator approach to this, uh, this program. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie's eight for one. Well,
1: <laughs> for it's, one. It's if it just... was Eddie, he'd be fucking jutting his jaw out. Right? We'd be talking about his bald head, probably, unwoken, <laughs> and woken, and it'd been a good time.
0: Well, you said that it felt too much like an interview, so no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna talk. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Evergreen College, basically, it was like, it's like a, a very left institution. And this biologist worked, there, Brett Weinstein, very eminent biologist, mm. and um, they had a thing at the college where uh, I think there was a film or something, uh, or, or it happened one year where white people. Vo- no, sorry. Oh, black- was, was it, they weren't allowed on campus. Is it that? Yeah. The- so the tr- the tradition was the black people. There was a film or something where people of color didn't show up one day to prove how much like they were needed. Like, you know, you notice the things that weren't being done because they weren't there sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And that tradition was observed, um, for years, for decades, I think. And the tradition was that the students of color would voluntarily not go in that day and just kind of as like a day of whatever. And then one year they changed it so that if you were white, you couldn't come in, I think, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And he just said, no, no, no. it's one thing for people to voluntarily not do something. You can't force people to do something. You know, it's two different things. And this caused uproar. And the students took over the the campus and literally like held the dean hostage. Yeah,
1: Um, I have seen this actually. Yeah, Yeah. it became a
0: massive thing. And everyone's like, oh, it's just like these nutty. When they get out into the real world, you know, life will make them grow up. It's like no. What happens at universities happens everywhere else. Like three or four years later, and Mm -hmm. this is it. This is what's happening. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like we are we are on the brink of a. And I'm trying not to sound overdramatic with all this stuff, but it does feel like we're on the brink of a, a hostage crisis, basically. Yeah. Where like we are in one way or another going to be forced to bow to this ideology. I, I know would... it's
1: the worst it's the worst it's the worst hostage crisis ever at least like the Taliban are a bit scary like, I'm like oh fuck imagine that <laughs> imagine fucking Antifa fucking green hair just every stereotype you can think of with the left that being your your uh... what are they even called captor
0: captors yeah yeah, yeah I, I get Just every time they speak you just go oh, <laughs> just fucking <laughs> chop my head off will you <laughs> I get that, but like, I think that's part of the problem, isn't it? Is you've got those people spearheading it. i like, well, let's face it, they've killed people. You know, they have killed people. Um, but then everyone else just goes, well, I guess this the, the the guy. The dichotomy is, I'm either racist or I'm with them. Yeah, but this is they're just this is communists again.
1: They're just they're fucking against free speech, aren't they? Because they've just said that the language means one thing and not another. Because like another thing they hide behind is like whatever you can say. You, they can just say, "Oh, you're racist." Yeah. Like, oh, when the argument you're racist, but if you then try and dissect their stuff, like if you talk about Antifa, for example, being a fucking actual terrorist organisation. Yeah. Um, let's say yeah, but an- anti Antifa stands for anti-fascist. Anti- you're you're you are you are anti Antifa. So yeah. I'm, no, I'm not. Like, I don't need like it goes without saying firstly, doesn't it? Yeah, Are we anti-fascist by nature. I'll say, yeah. i if, if I'm not anti, I'll be fascist. I'll, you'll you'll know. I'll say I'm fascist. But other than that, like yeah. they they use that, and it's like it's the same. It goes into like fucking Islam as well. When you if you have an argument with someone about like oh you know there's extremist Islamics, they're like yeah, but Islam means peace.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. They're, they're not doing that, though, are they? Yeah, jihad is an inner struggle. Yeah, all right. It's <laughs> it's the um. It's the best marketing move I've ever seen, calling themselves Black Lives Matter, because then you have to disagree with Black Lives Matter. I I was saying to a friend the other day, um, and this is how bad it is. I said, "Okay, let's put one thing on the table. There is the sentence Black Lives Matter, which we all agree with. And then there's the organization, capital BLM, Black Lives Matter, which we can disagree with. And she was like. I don't get it. How can you, no, they're the same thing. It's like, no, no, there's the sentence. Then there's the organization and people can't comprehend that. You can agree with one and take issue with the other. You know, it's a fucking brilliant PR move. It is. Yeah. Cause you have to go like, I don't agree with black lives matter. <gasps> you don't agree that black lives matter. It's brilliant. You know, it's, you yeah. got to give them props for that at least.
1: Oh, I was talking about, uh, I was talking about predictions as well, yeah. I think another thing and it's weird as well because you 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 because I I don't think it's true about rewriting history because they want to remove statues, mm. but they want the They want it to be known that these people were. They want to focus on the fact that they were slave traders or whatever it is the whatever horror they contribute to yeah, contribute yeah to during their existence. They want that to be known, right? But they just don't want the the statues to be there. Fuck man, I had a really poignant point. I can't <laughs> remember who I was. <laughs> Fuck, it's gone, man. Oh, I, I, it was about um. Nah, it's gone. I was going to talk about the fact I fucking re- I fucking blanked it completely. Then <laughs> I was throwing down statues, and they wanted to uh... like rewriting
0: history, so they don't want to rewrite history. They want to because they want us to know about these people.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna say. i do going say this point actually. I just realised this. I don't, I don't know. If it, I don't know if it's gonna pan out. The this more is inflammatory. It. It's not so much inflammatory. It's just I. I don't. I don't know. They want to Right. They maybe. Maybe that is the point I'm trying to make. They do want to rewrite history because it's weird that like, I don't understand the end go or leave. Like, what's this going to achieve? Yeah. Like the Like this idea of like, if you say a certain thing, you're labelled as this. And you can't you can't redeem yourself, you can't say sorry, you can't you can't go and educate yourself because you you're not fucking allowed to, right?
0: Yeah. But
1: what's this gonna do for equality? Like if someone's lost their job for something they said, why the fuck are they gonna then be like, Oh well, now I've learned my lesson, now I'm fucking gonna be friendly to these people. Yeah who's my job, regardless of who those people are, I mean. So it's weird that uh they, they, they try and they they're they're trying to preach that, like we should learn about our history. But they're not about educating. There's one so, guy. There's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this. What's his name? He was on the. Um, he was on Joe Rogan. It's a fucking awesome podcast. There's a. Darrell. I want to say like Daryl Davis or something. He's
0: basically.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, he's be, He's a a black guy, jazz musician, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Who just hung around with KKK members and converted them. Yeah. It just seems like why wouldn't you be trying to take this apology? Like why the fuck do you think violence is gonna fucking or being this extremist yeah, is gonna I... solve any problems? You just basically pro- they 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 see groups of people or people lean one way on their politics as behaving this way, mm. and then you behave that way. And all they're gonna do is just retreat online. This is yeah. white white guys probably will become the next fucking jihadis. <laughs> Well, that's why they're going to right? go. Yeah, they're going go, yeah. to go online and they're just going to get more fucking extremists because they know they can't explore these ideas offline because yeah. they'll, be, they'll fucking lose their job.
0: Yeah, they're they That's the point the I wanted to make. Jesus
1: fucking Christ. <laughs> I danced my way to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I think there are like three... There are three sort of pillars on which you can kind of evaluate what's going on. And that is I would say, like, philosophically, ethically... Practically. Now, I'm obviously, I oppose Black Lives Matter on all three fronts. Um, but it's like, okay, it, but let's ignore philosophically whether I think, you know, what they're doing is correct. in that sense. Let's ignore ethically whether that's the right way to go about it. And then there's practically, do you actually think this is going to work? And they must. They must think it's going to work. Mm. And it's like, no, it won't. Like, ignore where, my opinion about it. I'm telling you, it's just not going to work. You're just going to make people more radical. And, you know, in, in the most liberal time in human history ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying, oh, we're done. You know, like we're done with all that. Well, there's more to be done, obviously. But I was listening to Coleman Hughes, and he, I think he was talking about Daryl Davis. And I think it was him. And he was saying that um, this guy who went and like converted... I think a couple hundred, maybe, uh, KKK members. Um, so Black Lives Matter, um, they condemned him for, for doing that, for associating with white supremacists. and um, He's converted, I would say, approximately 200 more people out of racism than they ever have. They've yeah. done nothing to help this apparent cause. Nothing. See, I'll be honest, I...
1: Because when you keep saying movement, I just assume you mean like the hashtag. I didn't realise there's an actual organization. There's an organization, is there?
0: Like or, well, not in the sense that it's got like a president and a you know ah, they, they've okay. they've got a bunch, like a few different leaders. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's kind of an it's kind of a, a nebulous thing. Yeah. It's not they don't have like an HQ and that sort of that sort of thing. Um yeah. But I I think it's fair to say it's an organization at this point, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah.
1: Wait, one second. Yeah. Yo, I'm still doing the uh, the podcast. You picked the perfect time to come in because Samuel's just a fucking Nazi. <laughs> 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 He's been raging, Sandra. <laughs> I can't calm him down. His head's gone broke, red. <laughs> I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah, it's... uh. The thing it's is... Sad. Like, it's, it's, it's sad times. It's sad, it's dangerous, and I'm like... You know, I went through my angry political phase in university mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, fucking hell, these far leftists and all that. Um, and then I calmed down. And then this happened and it sort of like reactivated me. Uh, I've been like a sleeper. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> this has been the, you know, the secret. Born mode. identity. <laughs> Born identity, yeah. Um, and I've been wary of like, like I mentioned, the humor bypass thing. I've been wary of just not being fun, <laughs> like with my friends and everything. But I do genuinely think I, I've been very trepidatious about sounding too overdramatic or like academic about it. Yeah. But I, I think we are in like a genuine existential crisis. Yeah. Yeah, I think.
1: because well, that is probably the the biggest problem with it all. It's just people trying to find their fucking group, which is not exactly anything new. Because like. Hey rabid some people are with mm. all these different things. Like the just defining something as concrete, like it's there's no gray area. It's you either you either are this or you're not this.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a it's like fucking religious fanaticals. So it probably is just like a load of people who just got fucking nothing going on in their lives.
0: Look this this is a religion. Like the hands right, down yeah. to a religion. And I think COVID is a big part of it, right? So like people needed an excuse to go out and uh, do something. Even um, that, to me I, I, I hate that too. I hate this
1: whole like, and it's been going on for years. Mm. Is this very like, oh, if you will, if you fucking do this, you fucking do that? Because mm. the like that that happened. Obviously, the pandemic, the lockdown stuff. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh my god, I can't believe you'd go outside and risk everyone's life. Mm. Then the protests happened and everyone's fucking Out and about. But I did yeah. hate the people who were just like, oh, when we have our second wave, you're gonna do it. it's like it's not. You can do both. <laughs> you can stay home. That's the other thing with the protest yeah. as well because a lot of people are doing this whole uh, oh, silence is violence. It's like, no, I just...
0: But, but so is speech. So I don't know what... Like, interpretive but... dance I guess is all we have left. She <laughs> <Did you laughs> kicks someone in the face. <laughs> Why do you do no, but... that? You're supposed no, to it
1: Then that... and she's bringing in chocolate.
0: Chocolate. That, that is part of it. Don't, don't
1: get triggered again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, saying that speech is violence and silence is violence. Well, all you've left us with is violence. Yeah. Like, there's nothing left. Well, there we there's go nothing. then.
1: Whatever I do is violence so I may as well use violent violence.
0: Yeah, that you know that's genuinely, I think part of what's happening. Yeah. But um, I mean, what's how? gone.
1: I thought you were going to say so. Uh, so when you're writing your scripts, where do you? <laughs> what <laughs> what, what, so- what software do you use? <laughs> Celtex if you must know, Sam.
0: Celtex, I use Movie Magic Screenwriter.
1: Yeah. Um, Celltex is gone, as far as I know. I, I, you, yeah. you can't find it online, but you have it's, it's deep in some it's links. Buried. It takes
0: a while to find. Yeah. Um. I suppose the only other question I've got is, how bad does it have to get? Uh, <laughs> before uh, this is this isn't like an accusation. Uh, before you feel a responsibility to say something, like how far does it have to go for you to actually go, oh, fuck this and fuck you? I'm, um, you know, I'm not kowtowing. Uh,
1: oh, I'm in I'm in Nazi Europe, so. Bye. It's all it's a, it's a, it's a, it's <laughs> right. It's high. That's right. Oh, shit. One second. It's, um. Well, oh, I don't know. I think. I really don't know I—I I gotta be honest. I—I like, I don't really care what happens to the UK or America. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, is shit because they're realistically the protectors. Can you speak a second?
0: Yes, I'm speaking. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, yeah, realistically, the protectors like NATO gets a lot of their funding from UK and America. Like they—they—they they, they defend the world. Mm. Um. So that would be that would be shit if something bad happened to right. America or the UK for the rest of the world, but. I really don't know, because I have thought about this, like when's the moment where I go okay, come on now you're going be yeah, you're going yeah. a bit too far with this, uh maybe maybe when they they do a major when a merger. there's yeah, when there's and it would have to be led, because it makes me really sad like i was I was listening to uh I listened to loads of patrice O'Neill mm. I listened to, uh, I was watching a Bernie Mac stand-up clip earlier today. Yeah. I think it's just someone like that that's needed. Someone, uh, to, to be fair though, black guys, they're, they're, sort of, they're, they're basically white at this point now. They, they can lose everything just as easily. Right. So you need someone who's, who represents that ideology, but is also willing to just be the bridge, like, come on, gang right stop stop fucking stop fucking showing off little- yeah
0: yeah i mean i don't think i don't think they exist though i mean i've i've been sharing a lot on facebook and stuff um and i've been playing an identity twice i've sort of like sunk to their level i suppose in in the sense of um i wrote about a blog and i thought my friend sent me the video that i attached to it Mm. Which is basically of a woman sobbing that because her, uh, her sister was murdered I, by her. I, I mean sob. It's like guttural. Like she, yeah, it's horrible. Uh, it's,
1: it's controllable. It's,
0: it's really bad. Yeah. I thought right, I'm gonna use what they use, which is emotion, and like if you can read that, watch that, and then disagree with me, like at least I know where we're at, sort of thing. That was one, and then the other time that I used their tactics is most. I would say like eighty percent of the stuff I've shared. Um, on Facebook has been black people talking about systemic racism and, tra- and debunking it and all that sort of thing C- because I just thought if I'm just posting white guys chatting about this they're just going to think they're part of the system they're trying to overthrow yeah. so at least if they're black they can't use that against um, the argument yeah. uh, but, but you know what has happened is exactly what you think would happen which is just no one has engaged or said anything at all because you, you're not on Twitter right? Uh, not personally no Oh, the
1: I follow this one guy called. To be fair, I I don't really like him, but that's the only reason I follow him is because like, half the things he writes, I'm like oh, I agree with that, and then the other half I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, but he uh, the amount of times he showed because he's 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 a conservative, right. the amount of times a black conservative, and the amount of times he's just showed messages of people just calling him Uncle Tom and stuff like people. Oh Are yeah. oh, you fucking black slowness bastard? You fucking joining the white man? They're gonna kill you. And it's just, Just like ravenous, like fucking just rabid. Yeah. Uh, So I think they do exist. I think I I, I, I guarantee there's a transgender who's gone through operations who is a die-hard conservative as well. There there Um, has to be. uh,
0: Blair White. Blair White. I wouldn't say she's um, she's not hardcore conservative, but she certainly espouses um, sensible opinions about this stuff. I guarantee she's hated. Oh yeah, they hate her. They like, but,
1: but they'll they'll say the things that they say you shouldn't be saying. Like they'll they'll stoop to those levels.
0: Well, it's it's Majid Nawaz, isn't it? The guy who wrote the book with Sam Harris about reforming Islam. That so this is a dude who was a Muslim radical, mm. like w- was going around the Middle East getting funding to attack uh, cities in Europe, and then he got arrested, was thrown in Egyptian prison, was tortured, um, and then reformed basically while in prison, and is now like the most sensible level-headed person about this stuff um and because he wrote a book with sam harris who's an atheist and an islamophobe um they call him a porch monkey and uncle tom you know they they throw this stuff at him all the time and it's just like i don't even know i don't even know i don't even know how to argue with you yeah how can you argue with that he's gonna blow you up
1: (laughs) how's the alternative better
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's just a culture, isn't
1: it? Oh, fucking God knows. Yeah. yeah.
0: that's the, It's uh, it's just like I, I'm seeing a lot of people like I've heard the phrase possessed by ideology before. I never really thought it was like a, a real thing but I've seen it happen to people I know now. I've seen, it's like a spirit that, that does possess you. It's like, a, like a, a demon or something where you have to believe everything in this camp where it's like um, I brought up a d- the double standard about you know the thing that's often brought up about like I could draw a picture of Jesus doing whatever, and no, nothing would come of it. I draw a picture of Muhammad, just a picture, an innocuous picture, and like you and I both on this podcast, and now like our lives are forever um deranged now because of this, right mm-hmm. And she' was like, oh, yeah, but it's like it's different it's part of their culture and Christians have done more historically and, like you just it's just not even. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand
1: the self flogging thing. Like it's the same with these riots, I guess. This idea of like one act of violence trumps the other. I don't understand how, like, like I don't know. If I killed someone right now, just stabbed them right on camera, just fucking with a knife, yeah. yeah. And then but I was like, ah, you know, but their ancestors did this,
0: yeah.
1: It's fucking irrelevant.
0: <laughs> it is irrelevant. Completely
1: fucking irrelevant. Like, what? I, I don't understand. The point,
0: I I think it's like obviously...
1: Christians Christians have done bad things. Yeah. Muslims have done bad. Like the, two things can exist at once,
0: and you deal with the biggest problem at the moment, right? It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. People still bring up the fucking Crusades like it matters or like it means anything anymore. Yeah, it's, just, it's so good. Always well, going around fact,
1: thinking about the Crusades. Fun fact, and this is once again, I do as much as they are mm. Nazis.
0: Sure, they are. <laughs> <laughs> They, I like um, I like that. That's what we should coin that expression the sh Nazis. I like that. Like they wink wink Nazis.
1: they the, the ironic Nazis. They, they, it. They, they <laughs> in it just joking. Yeah, I know <laughs> Ironically fascist. They um what was I gonna say though? Um oh, they the Crusades came here. To uh, Yeah, yeah, Estonians are notoriously pagan. Already. Oh, and godless, yeah. And uh, <laughs> The Livonian, the Livonian Order came here. It the, whole, the whole region? I guess was called Livonia. Right. They fucking chopped up all the Estonians. So yeah, the Crusades have also affected uh, whites as well. Not really, not really relevant to anything. Just fucking inter- <laughs> no. It just, a, nice. just an nice... Inter- but it's that whole like well, you're white though, so yeah, your yeah. historical yeah. oppression doesn't matter. So I do feel safer, Eston or the Baltic and. Whatever fucking anyone who's formerly under the Soviet Union. Because this idea of like you've lived under oppression, one fucking wrong word, and you're going straight to the gulag, like your entire family could even be killed and stuff like serious yeah. hardcore shit. And then you gain your freedom, you're know, like coming out into the light, like out of the darkness and into the light, like, oh fucking finally get to live my life. And then you just go these kids like, Fuck you, you racist kids <laughs> What
0: do you mean? I've been oppressed, I haven't
1: I haven't been here.
0: I, I think that. it's that's the thing. It's like even in the oppre- if if we're gonna play the oppression Olympics, mm. like Jews, hands down, however you won, quantify yeah. it, have <laughs> just won. But they they don't count. They don't count. And the reason they don't count, and this is gonna sound terrible, is because they're successful. And yeah. do you know what I mean. That that is the horrible truth of it. Is any unequal outcome is viewed as inequity, right? Yeah. Um. But it is obviously there's a lot of white guilt going on, and I think part of it is. Like, my grandfather, basically, we were talking about this, about the the lasting impact of historical wrongs. Mm. And I, I was kind of, be, I was simplifying it. I was saying to, like, my mother, I said, oh, have you ever owned a slave? She's like, no. Like, Grand, grandfather, have you ever owned a slave? No. Okay. So no one alive has owned a slave. And I was, I was kind of making that simple argument. And then my grandfather, who is not at all sympathetic to what is going on at the moment, um you know, thinks black and white people are equal. Traditional view sort of thing. Um, But even he came out after making a cup of tea and said, uh, see, the thing is, white people did start it, though, didn't we? We did start it. (laughs) And I was like, I get where you're coming from, but that's sort of part of the problem. It's assuming, oh, I guess we are the bastards. So we just got to take whatever comes our way. It's a different time, though. If it wasn't us, it would have been the brain
1: people. Right. Like we just happened to win. If it wasn't the brain people or us, it would have been the Chinese. Mm. They would have been the Chinese. They fucking yeah. they. They luckily just went isolationist though, which I think that's what's going to happen to us now. We're gonna we're
0: gonna crumble like the Chinese Empire did. Yeah, we're done. I think Western civilization, like you said, I think we're done. I. uh But I did also say to you before the podcast that I think earlier generations were in apocalyptic situations like the cold war mm. um and they got through it and so there is hope And i think there's a lot more people who are on our side our side of this argument but aren't saying anything which is kind of kind of reassuring but not at the same time um but i i think our generation is the first that is going to manage to not solve it <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> um I just don't see us having the courage or the the tools or the means to do it. Yeah, or seeing the irony. Yeah,
1: like we blame like a lot of people from our generations blame the generations above for wrecking the planet, but we're gonna put uh, the younger generations in an even more impossible situation. Oh yeah, because I think I I, I think it'll devolve it'll devolve into. America splitting up. There's gonna be a lot of bad shit that's gonna happen in the future. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not right away, mm. but inevitably. And I reckon a president to get shot again. Maybe not. Tr- maybe not Trump. Maybe yeah. Trump. Will, maybe Trump. Because I think that they'll only need one Democrat to go in. A one Democrat to not be one hundred percent progressive. And I think they'll just shoot that one. So like, yeah. you're not enough. So we're gonna just kill you. Because we've yeah. we we've, we've shown we can do that now. That if we don't like something, we can just go and actively, we can go around the system and just get around do, it.
0: Do whatever the fuck we want.
1: Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. So I think that'll happen, and then that's when states be like, Joe, fuck California, and yeah. fucking frightened to death in the sun, and cut off their fucking water." So if they don't even have water in
0: fucking Los Angeles. Good fucking luck. <laughs> Switch off the water pipes. Well, it it keeps hitting new level. Like because part of you is all, you're just so used to the to, a, like, a presumption of normality, I get to, to a default. Mm. That you just assume that this will all die down and we'll basically get, get back to normal. But then every headline is like, oh, shit, it's not. So, like, the whole thing about Minneapolis, um, they're, like, genuinely, like, di- disbanding their police force, aren't they? Fuck them. Have you heard I,
1: about I've heard uh, about the defund yeah. police thing. That's another, like, I don't see why not one American has gone, have you not seen the UK? They have actually defended their police, and they get acid attacks, yeah. stabbings, and actual genuine terrorism. Yeah, like, we don't stop terrorists; we let them kill British people because there's no one to fucking stop them.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, like like you said, a lot more people of color will die if if we like si- an infinitely more amount of people will die if we yeah. get rid of the police or change it really in any fundamental way. Mm. Um. We're all against brutality. We're all for reforming the police in that way, but like, it's just fucking. Because yeah, it's gonna get to a point that even if there is are still police forces, then they're gonna refuse to go to minority communities. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't. I would if I was a cop. I'm not going to a, um, you know, oh, a black guy, A black person rings you and says a black guy has robbed my apartment. All right, you it out. You you don't want me there. Too many people match the description. I'm not going. <laughs> too fucking risky. Yeah. i like, do you have him?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Get Come it then, there Because <laughs> I was yeah. thinking about that because I wondered because I wonder at what point because I, I guess the biggest comparison to this would I, I know nothing about it but it would be the Rodney King riots I guess. Yeah, sure. Would be yeah. the biggest thing that happened before this thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And I wonder how that like resolved itself because there's there, there is obviously a moment where because police didn't Going to the ghettos, they. I think during the nineties, they were just like fuck it, let them shoot each other. We, yeah. we, it's nothing to do with it, But they were like that, and that was active racism. Like they the police, I'd say the police force were a bit more anti-black then than they are now, right?
0: Uh oh they, yeah. Um.
1: So like, what would be the end goal? Like, will well, I don't would, know. They, like, would they avoid? Would they avoid these areas, or would they go there and just more police would die because they fucking this just it's not worth pulling your
0: gun out. Well, like you said, you, you, we're never, ever going to get to a situation where a black person's not getting killed by the police in any circumstance. Mm. It's always going to happen, whether they're armed, sometimes unarmed. It's just the, the numbers, it's too big to like stamp out completely. And there are probably always going, going to be racist police officers. Because while I'm all for, you know, we have to really make sure that the best people are being selected to be cops we we don't have minority report mind reading future predicting technology and maybe maybe that maybe that's it if we ever get to a stage where we every cadet has to be subjected to an fmri where they're like shown pictures of minorities and and we measure their response that's the only way you're going to do it but like even that is a sketchy proposition because they've done studies on this right like at uh, basically every university and it, it it's they've shown not every university um and many and they've shown that uh, pretty much everybody of any race has an Im- so-called implicit bias towards other races. Mm-hmm. Like black people, well, but you're like shown images of people of different skin colors and you have to associate like a negative or positive thought to them. And everyone is a bit more negative towards people of other skin colors, but not in any way that manifests, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just because they're other. And you're not going to change that. So I don't. Yeah. What do they want? That is the question.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So for my roast dinners, <laughs> what's your perfect Sunday morning? Yeah. Uh, what I do with my roast dinners, yeah, Sam, is yeah. that I, uh, I chop up a lemon. Yeah. I stuff that. Yeah. At the chicken's ass. Put a bit of rosemary in there because that gives it that very like. Uh, it gives it the aroma of a, a cooked dinner. Yeah. Then I season it with just salt, pepper, nothing nothing too dramatic, some garlic seasoning. Yeah. Uh, I'll let it sit for an hour and then eventually I'll baste it with some melted butter, put chopped up vegetables, put that underneath the chicken, check it in the oven, about an hour and 30 minutes. Temperature, probably like um, 200. And then it comes out. And, oh, it's all lemony, gravy. Oh, it's delicious.
0: I think we'll have to wrap up on that note. <laughs> <laughs> um, hour and a half is the general like cutoff point. So,
1: um, what's the? Because uh, I only watched a tiny bit of the other two. What's yeah. the uh, purpose? Uh, what's the, the goal? The dream of these podcasts? Of these well, ones? This, these video ones?
0: Well, this is the first one where we talked about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, I th- I think the goal that it's not. It's more just like um, having one on one conversations rather than i'm i'm not necessarily talking about well not talking about film and television and Mm -hmm. uh the fun limited the fun filtered thing so um yeah there's no goal really it was more just uh to expand the pool of people who participate um you are i think you're, you're like my one and only (laughs) <laughs> like, you stop sense? talking. Just leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're my one and only.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. All right. Well, do you, do you want to plug your various things? Oh, uh, before I do, though, what have yeah. you been writing, Sam?
1: I've been writing. Where's all this anger coming from?
0: <laughs> um. I've been writing a feature film, a screenplay. Yeah. Um. that I completely? Uh it was one thing and then I completely destroyed that one thing mm-hmm. and now I'm rebuilding it, but it's basically rebuilt now. So I just have to write it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, It's, it's interesting. I mean, like, it's quite a broad idea. Um, I don't generally go in for broad. Mm-hmm. So that's been an interesting challenge. Like my, ideally I want to be Mike Lee meets Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to achieve that, but that's, that's the aim. Um, it's always nice when there's been a problem that I've had with it for months. I just couldn't figure out how to solve. I mean, I solved it the other day, and it was genuinely like an ecstasy, a moment of ecstasy amid the fucking chaos, chaos, yeah. fire of depression. Um, so there you go. There that There's there's a sun on the horizon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even if it turns out that the sun, in this case, being our industry, thinks we're racist. <laughs> um That's a bleak note to end on. So do you want to plug your stuff before we wrap up?
1: You could make it yourself, though. Wouldn't be hard to safe produce. You're supposed to be doing that with this, right?
0: Yeah, that's the idea. That is the
1: idea.
0: Yeah.
1: So if I haven't already been kicked off of social media, you can follow me on Facebook at James Hemphreys Comedy. That's it, actually. I think I'm going to delete Twitter. I can't fucking I can't handle it. It's probably anymore. A
0: good show.
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh so probably just that. Oh, in Instagram. James at James Humphreys IG. If you type in James Humphreys, maybe I guess Estonia. James Hemphries Estonia on Google, you'll be able to find my uh YouTube channel. There's got uh, various stand up clips and some of the uh yeah. some of the uh, sketches we were talking about earlier. And uh that's it, there's nothing going on at all. Okay. There's nothing to. There's nothing to flog. There's not yes. internationally anyway. That's
0: all. S- stay tuned, sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. No,
1: thank <laughs> you, Sam.
0: Okay, I've done nothing for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Uh, we'll do this again soon. Right. Okay. Ciao, ciao.